Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Deploy the Garrison. This is going to be episode 10. We made double figures, guys. Well done. Woo! Hey. Yeah. We, uh, we have a, uh, a packed uh, episode 10 here with uh, Adepticon Rundown. We have some uh, games that we may have played between ourselves for Officer's Mess. We are not going to touch any of the new stuff in the hopes that we get uh, more comprehensive spoilers before our next show. And then we'll uh, we'll take it from there. But yeah, uh, how are you doing today, Zach? Uh, that's deploy the garrison intercontinental champ, Zach. To you. Oh man, spoilers! They don't know yet. They don't know. I mean, they should if they have an internet connection. They don't necessarily have to follow you. The reverberations around the internet probably should have spoiled it. I lost. I was prepared to do the Macho Man "Nothing Means Nothing" bit. Um, so I definitely saved about five dollars on little creamers for that bit because i already have the full macho man costume what about you alan what did you get up to last week i watched the streams for legion from afar and then uh i got my uh stuff pushed in against uh, a rebel list that wasn't supposed to be a hard counter to double darks but uh we'll get into that later weird. oh interesting all these double dark lists just folded weird uh, we gave out a lot of our silhouette markers. I've ran out. I think you've still got some left, Zach. Is that right? Yeah, I've still got a couple. I got to distribute them to my locals. I've been um on puppy lockdown this week. Yeah, yeah. And then I had one of my you... locals pick some yeah. up. I haven't picked them up from him yet. Okay. Yeah, you should have a bunch. I think I gave him all the ones I had left. So perfect. Um. Yeah, you should have some to distribute out. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, enough people came and asked for them that we ran out so that made it feel like a worthwhile endeavor you know nothing mm -hmm. like a last minute commitment on a thursday before i've got to fly to adepticon on tuesday you know next time i'll think before i speak but whatever <laughs> so are we gonna get into this game zach do you want to do you want to set the scene about it or would you like me to like lay the groundwork for you adepticon 2023 Two men enter, one of which finished painting his last T-21 Stormtrooper the night before, or a couple nights before. That's all I got. Yeah, so we decided we were going to try and play on um, on a oh, well, on a Wednesday when you got there. Yeah. So we finally got our game in on the Sunday when I was running um, all of the events. Um, so I think that probably the longest game of Legion I've ever played. Uh, including, yeah, I, was, uh, I was in my natural environment because we usually play with a bunch of interruptions and everything so i was like yep it's uh totally yeah. normal um yeah i think i was away from the table for like 30 minutes at a time firing pods and yeah. getting people to play droid soccer <laughs> and all of this stuff but we got through the game um i'm gonna come right out and say you know I, mistakes were made i i feel like that might have had an impact i think um i pulled it back to what i think was a potentially closer outcome um i went for a win rather than the uh the mi minimizing loss yeah. which um which kind of made it just spiral out what was it um four to eight in the end i think yeah, it was like that. eight four yeah because you uh, well, you took first well, turn I suppose we should do the flop shouldn't we so yeah um, so yeah. I, I had the bid, and I skimmed your battle deck and then didn't read it very closely. Um, oh, you had a good decks, um, they, they were pretty similar. 
And then we did the flop, and I realized that Chris had bombing run, and I forgot. Or, oh, and for this context, um, I was actually playing uh, a worse version of Luke Cook's list because uh, I there was too much pressure if I ran Blizzard Force. You know, if I won, it wouldn't count because I ran Blizzard Force. And if I lost, I would never hear the end of it. Um, and I've been wanting to just play my That's IG true. more. Yeah, I've been wanting to play my IG more and uh, Bubble by the Foot. Um, but I don't own three shores or three snipers. Um, so first it was going to be two sets of HH-12s, but I don't have HH-12s painted either. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's fine. I got my T-21s painted. But it turned out I only had one of them painted and the other one was just primed. Uh, so literally Tuesday night as I'm packing, I busted out my wet palette and threw some blue and black on that guy to make it three colors legal. Yeah, um, I ran my uh, Gar Saxon. Capo, Bosk, um, triple units of Mandalorians with all of the toys, and um, two units of Pikes with Disruptors. And um, yeah, it was my solid. Uh, I've played it a decent amount. Um, I feel like I've made the same mistake on Intercept twice now. Is um, Bombing Run was the was the first? It was card. the first card. It yeah. flipped over. So I went, oh, it, I forgot that was in there. Thank God. I mean. It coming out there meant that it was impossible we were going to get to play it because Zach's got last ban, so it was irrelevant. Yeah. I opted into us playing Intercept instead. Um, I think I got rid of clear conditions and um, I think one of the deployments. Um, I think I there was a deployment we banned, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I, yeah, I don't remember which is deployment. I know that we banned into... Um, I was Yeah, which I was fine with because the list packs a ton of sharpshooter. Uh, you were so... fine with, and then you're like, yeah, I, I think in spite of there being 27 barricades on this table, we need eight more. And yep. then had the audacity, <laughs> the audacity to, after we deployed all of his barricades, be like, oh, do you want to save us enough barricades on now, Chris? No, like, we had each no. deployed two when no. I was like, do we really want to deploy these third ones? I, I was like, I don't think we need these barricades. Like, let's just move around some of these ones. Um... <laughs> And Zach was like, "No, we're uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna go for it. It's fine." Because the board we played on, I kind of just picked the first one that looked like it wasn't being used that was closest to the X-wing tables to make yeah, it easier. Yeah, we, we got the one that was best suited for me to be able to carry on working because I needed <laughs> to keep disappearing. So bonus points uh, though, it did have a downed ATST and a downed X-wing. Yeah, um, it was a lovely table, a nice Endor table. Yeah. Um. Lots of uh, lots of different types of cover. Um, we had some difficult terrain. We had some light cover, some heavy cover. Lots more heavy cover with all of the, uh, the barricades. Barricades, yeah. Uh, we played advanced positions, which I think was probably um, I trapped myself uh, in the end. I I had a plan uh, with the pikes, and then kind of just lost. It. I I deployed too far away from each other. So I had my group of pikes and Capo and Bosk, and then. Gar and the Mandos were one turn away. I think it would have been either where either the pikes on the other side of that central tree to make you come in further, or the Mandos closer to let me yeah. be one turn into a fight. It could have been a different game, but yeah, it was good. I uh... yeah, that that first turn felt really good for me because I was expecting you to start blasting stuff with the rockets, and yeah. then you'd like you'd like double move, and I'd like oh. Oh, okay. Well, nothing was in range because yeah. I, I was just throwing units down and then walking off and then coming back and then throwing another unit down and like, yeah. 
I think it, it's a shame. I, I would have liked to have um, not made more excuses, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you, obviously, you beat me first. Really benefited me. I mean, like, like I said, not only were you doing that, but I, like I said, I'm literally used to that in our in our locals between ADHD and yeah. doing side stuff. And oh, it was you know, it was still good. I I once I once the game started, I had a solid plan, and I think. I was overcautious with Bosk. I think in the end, if I'd have moved Bosk to hold the center, because if you keep shooting him, you're going to enrage him. So he gets to claim it anyway, and then you have to go for the kill. And Gersaxon could have pulled back to hold my furthest one. Uh, but in the end, I just kind of was too timid all around in that middle bit. But yeah. I think we, from turn three onwards, I think I had four activations left or something crazy like that. And um, Yeah, I, I gave up... Um... Boba and IG pretty quick, but I I just got Boss my shorts. Boss doing work, man. Boss doing work. Yeah, I got my. I I was chewing up your activations. I was fine making bad points trades. Just drop your activations down, and then yeah, just let the shores. Um, and I still had a full health stormy squad or close to full health. Just kind of go to work, and then the back sniper got a ton of value because your defensive positions were all in his range so i had i had that sniper in the back corner that never moved it aim shot every turn yeah and it you picked up one or two a, models a turn yeah basically him and bubba accounted for a pike squad and a half at least um, yeah um yeah it was good definitely no um again playing the game too early i think i should have the more i think about it had you asked me had we recorded day of i would have said i needed to be more aggressive mm -hmm. i think the correct answer is deploying behind further back yeah and drawing you out uh, which yeah is twice i, I have I've done the that range on... board advantage yeah. for sure right twice i've done that on intercept now is played to get a 2-1 advantage and then lost the game so yeah I'll just keep practicing it'll be all right but yeah. i think after a game you you made the comment about um activation counts and i don't know that that was the problem i mean obviously it became a problem real quick when yeah it was like eight to four but um, I think had I played better, I don't think it would have been as much of an issue. So were, you, were you 10 or 11? Uh, 11, I believe. Yeah. I can look this up in Tabletop Admiral real quick, because yeah, I kind of I threw that together as a one-off because I hadn't played it as much. This name, worst version of Double Bounty yet. 11 Axe, yeah. Yeah. And I knew that I would take out an activation turn one because that's what boss does um you were mighty impressed with my uh, i'm gonna activate boss now and then move yeah. him away so you can't kill him it Why was, would it I was wait the lying in wait turn and he threw down five crits with only three aims i was like um, what it was four or five <laughs> i was so mad alan i think i've played against you specifically where boss didn't get five crits with 11 aims uh it might have been yeah i don't uh, know i couldn't it was a gts game I yeah. couldn't leave it any longer because you were going to punish boss too much and get yeah. him down to like one or two hits. So we had to bug out. So it was um, shoot and scoot. But I think, did I get a lucky wound on uh, on IG with the disruptor as well? So that he was wounded for the hunter aim as well, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think if I hadn't have that, had that hunter aim, I probably would have tried to wait a sec uh, one more turn. But it was all good. It was good. Um, what about any other highlights from McCon? Have you got anything left from our game? Oh, obviously, I will bow down and worship at your feet as yep. part of a closing, but um, <laughs> keep us moving forward, you know? 
if no, you want to um, see pictures of this fight, um, Zach will be posting that on the Dice Hate Discord under Legion Talk. I can do that. I, I trail off on taking pictures partway through because... Um, uh, you ran out of time. You were pretty busy, man. I know. I know what it was uh, like. Well, yeah. so it, you know, the one thing, it was, good for, it was good for Legion because a lot of people came by and looked. So that was yeah. that was neat. And um, I was just happy to have my fully painted army out and um, it, I was pretty happy with it. So, um, yeah, I... I did spend some real money at the con. I was wandering around the vendor hall and saw an Iden on the Sunday. Um, so I managed to pick up an Iden Versio so I can do some special forces lists as well now. Um, Full Empire player. So, yeah, that's it. I have every everything that I would possibly want for Empire now. For now. That's impressive. I still need another Stormtrooper expansion. Um, I think like, I have... The one with the T21 plus... and specialists yeah. and stuff. I have three box. I've got two from a core set, one extra box, and then three of the expansion packs as well. Yeah, I just I have yeah. two expansions. So I want to get one more. Uh, it, it's easy for me when they are thirty uh, percent off, and I can use or I get to use my star credit. So whatever. Well, now I know the employee discount. Oh, hello, princess. Yeah. Um. So, what about your contact? Did you uh, see anything good? Uh, obviously, we're not uh, go too Aerodome, deep into X-wing, which is what I wanted to do. I did a painting class that was awesome. Uh, highly recommend painting classes. Um, if I had taken that the moment I got my airbrush, I would probably have a good twenty hours of my life back. Uh, <laughs> and however much money Badger charges to send in airbrushes on their lifetime warranty, because um, it's like twenty-two bucks for the shipping or something. Um, but yeah, it uh the Aerodome was very fun. Um it's I I do think Wade took all the skill out of this version, because uh, I lost all my games, but the first time I tried it uh like two years ago I was very good. Um so you know, games ruined forever, but it's still cool. Uh, <laughs> I, what was the other are you oh, sure he took all the skill out of it or did he because uh, I was any. good at it and now I'm not, so skill gone. Um <laughs> I demoed Shatterpoint. The demo wasn't long enough, but it was very cool. Uh, cool. I scrubbed out hard at X-Wing and helped run the prize table uh, like I planned all along. Um, you know, like anyone asked me for the last six months to year, I wouldn't have said, oh, yeah, I'm playing Legion Worlds. I'm playing Legion Worlds. No, I would have told you I'm planning to scrub out at X-Wing. I can help. I mean, uh, I'm going to be honest. I know you've been told this multiple times now, but like you and Phil, we couldn't have run the event without you guys being there to like, fill yeah. in. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. But. When I just saw the layout, because I saw you know the GSB streaming booth like off to the side, and I'm like, there's no staffing set up for a prize wall anywhere. I like In my mind, I saw it as like a potential problem. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad it worked out that way. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, my only regret is I wish I had played more X-Wing. Um, you know, I joked about running back to my first love X-Wing, but that's definitely, uh, burning bright right now. Um, but it would be yeah. a bad idea to ramble too much about that. Uh, it would I, be know, a bad idea, yeah. yeah bad idea if, for sure. If only you had another podcast to talk about X-Wing on. And if only I had the time. <laughs> I mean, we may have to just do a two-man show at some point just to get it back going, because... I uh, I had a good time with X-Wing, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, do you want to go into any of your specifics on your games, Alan, or is it, you know, too much? I just want to know what it stomped you. I, he, so it wasn't a stomp. Okay. It, it came down to the end. 
and at the end I had two shore mortars. That was it. Um, the TLDR is that I was way too aggressive with my dark troopers, thinking I could do something with them, and I could absolutely not. Um, and I Stop severely that they were a little bit too slow. Uh, no, 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 no. They got they got up in range rather quickly, too quickly. Um, so the flop ended oh, just, up just bad. Then okay, I'm gonna recover. Yeah, I'm, just... I'm going to cover my embarrassment by calling you bad. There, that's great. Yep. Nope, that's a hundred percent. I was bad. I made poor choices. It was my oh, game man. to lose, and I threw. Um, that means that we're two out of three bad on the podcast now. That's like um, casual, well, casual competitive. Hang on, I was bad for that game. Okay, maybe <laughs> I'm just bad. Um, no, so he was playing a Cassian K2 Rebel Boba and a double battle bus. Um, so it did have the impact gun, but they only have impact two, six black dice. Um, so that, that doesn't really scream. Well, he's got anti-armor Cassian, though, right? It does have Cassian and K2. And that is the half that I severely underestimated. Turns out Marksman and uh, Pierce or surging to crit and Pierce uh, messes up dark troopers. <laughs> yep who knew yeah cassian's a, a really i mean it's why i've been messing with him yeah um that, over the course of the game call, just, call me a casual but also i saw um what's it called <laughs> like after seeing andor 2 it made me want to play more with cassian you know i think cassian k2 played well and i played against tom he's probably one of the, uh, the best locals um he definitely knew what he's doing um, I was able to, in the first turn, double move up and then forward cohere one of the Dark Troopers to pop incognito. And then I was trying to just dump fire and peel off K2 um, before he could come in and mess things up. But between K2, Cassian, the, and the both buses, um, he pretty well neutered one Dark Trooper unit in the first turn and a half. Um, and then the buses, you know, I kept my second unit back. Um, but at that point, things started going sideways. Buses were rolling hot. Then his Boba came out. Yeah, it went downhill. Um, I mean, Boba's one pip is sneaky good against Star Troopers, too. Oh, absolutely. New Boba, new one pip, that is. Uh, but we were playing key positions, and halfway through the game, I was making the realization, playing dark troopers on key positions, there's no reason I should be moving forward. I should wait towards, you know, burn the first two turns and then uh, then move in. But yep. I was being aggressive, and then Cassian played his uh, crack shot. So he was getting a bunch of aims, and then K2 was getting a bunch of aims. And, uh, yeah, they wrecked my dark troopers. Yeah, if you don't roll, like double blanks both times you can probably pull two darks off with uh casting on that shot yeah he was averaging for each time he's just peeling a dark trooper yeah it was uh it was, it was uh surprising i was running the math in my head and i was just like man i don't think it'd be that good and i was very wrong <laughs> very wrong yeah yeah i mean the highest placing rebel list was um 
a Cassian Boba Pike list. Yeah, much, so uh, Dark Troopers are with. not invincible by any means, um, especially if you don't you don't have to armor skew to defeat them. Yeah, you just have to have a plan, and he did. I, the tides have turned. I, the tides have turned. I mean, I just went through and counted, and of the three of the fifteen three and O list from the LCQ, five or six were Dark Trooper were double darts. Um, so like. They're not this poor, you know, hipster list that can only win if Kyle Dornvos is playing it like Blizzard Forces. Yeah, they're definitely strong. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to say your name wrong. Is it Lila or Lyra? I think it's Lila. Sorry, Lila. Uh, oh, her last name's Claire. There's an R in there. There it is. There's some, there's some letters. I'm exonerated. But yeah, like she just, she went with the Black Sun skew. You know, just sort of skimming through the top eight. Um, there's a Blizzard Force in the top four. Um, the only one I was sort of surprised by in the top cut was the, uh, um, or yeah, uh, oh God, I'm gonna have to say another name. I don't know how to say, is it Dean Tran, Dean Tran? Um, he ran the pretty much bog standard blizzard force that people have been running with the 18 point bid. I haven't looked at his matchups yet, but, uh, like even the blizzard forces in the top cut generally made adaptations uh specifically to dark troopers um and i i go back and forth on it right because like the the list that a lot of the lists that cut um the emergency transponders did did struggle elsewhere um yeah the blizzard force lists in the top cut still have their transponders so but the breakdown for worlds and i'm not looking at lcq because those are just filling in the spots for day one but we have 11 percent separatists 18 percent rebels 13 percent gar republic five percent mercenaries which is just shadow collective yeah and the remaining 53 percent empire um it's a lot of empire yeah there is. There is. And then day two, that shakes out to... So everyone who was two and one or better made it to day two, which with 128 people, splits down to 64. And the ones that made it, we have 6% Separatist, 11 Rebels, 11 Republic, 6% Mercenaries, and 66% Empire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think the uh, the takeaways from that is obviously um, Empire's percentage went up and uh, by a decent chunk, and then um, Shadow Collective went up by a single pip, um, which is probably just due to a lower numbers more than it is to, um, you know, anything else. Yeah, your day but... two is 64 people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we have a clear indication that what we said is uh, is correct. Empire is in a really good place. Um, everyone else probably needs a, a little bit of help somewhere. The one um, I was surprised. I mean, I'll eat some crow here. I definitely overestimated separatists. I thought separatists were in position to do a lot better than they did, and I am wrong. Well, if I'm being honest, I was hoping you're right, but. In my heart of hearts, I knew Empire was coming on top. Speaking of top eight, we had 
one Republic list, one mercenary list, and six Empire lists. So it just as we keep going up in the tournament, the ratio of Empire to everything else just keeps going up, which is yeah. we had no duplicates on ticket. On what? Oh, I shame On the uh, tournament lists, but um, there are archetypes that are all the same. We have four Blizzard Force. They're all different Blizzard Force. Two, two of them are very close. One of them is the, the standard, and one of them's the standard with um, grenades on the snows. Sure. But yeah, the other two definitely were interesting. Um, the 9-act Commander Vader well, and APST. Yeah, I, I would say that the two... Vader Blizzard Forces are three. Yeah, the two Op Vader Blizzard Forces? Yeah. So there's Op Vader with grenades. There's the stock, you know, the Dornbow special, TFT special, whatever you want to call it. Um, one added grenades. One was using Commander Vader, and one was using uh, Weiss ATSD, which, of course, was my favorite pick. And, of course, he didn't win. Sad. Oh, well. And then we had a remnant list yeah. with double dark troopers and double speeder bikes. I thought, which I, I thought was swore cool. someone here said that was a terrible idea. Yeah, was there someone telling people not to run double speeder bikes in remnant? I said or I don't think darks. you get as much value. I, I I still think that Moff Gideon's too uh, too much value in in remnant to leave at home, but you can also be good at the game, so. <laughs> yeah well everyone in this top eight is very good at the game so yeah. um he was also running a lot of armor or anti-armor while having his dark troopers uh the interesting point about it is obviously i think it lets him play um into blizzard's deck a little bit better having the speeder bikes yeah um but well and the thing I, is you know i was talking about how important I was talking about how important I felt like those um, transponders are. What if you get them every turn? For everyone in the army. Yeah. But I mean, especially on the bikes, right? Like, you the, the ability to just set up those damage bikes, um, he definitely gets it where other lists don't. Just every turn without, you know, without spending, without having to think about it, without overcommitting, you know. And it, like I said, with the new cover rules and everything, you you very much need... Need might be a little strong, but you've got to be getting those hits out. Good stuff. I do think that the uh, there's a bunch of interesting things. Obviously, there's um, a little bit of skew for armor. There's a little bit of... Uh, like I would argue that the Black Suns kill pretty much anything they get to shoot at, not necessarily a skew into armor. Yeah, they're agreed. Black Suns just kill stuff. Um, yeah, interesting. I know that I don't have the guts to run uh, run six units of them because just I would lose too much on the way in. Um, I know I'm not good enough to to play that cover game well, especially the bus. Like to be able to you know opt in and run the bus when you know that the bus is caught in the anti dark crossfire. Like that's that takes a lot of confidence in what you're doing and a lot yeah. of skill to to set that up and line it up game after game because there's no way like i mean i think i saw that luke didn't play against any dark trooper list but like there's no way you you know it is a case where like the anti-dark trooper list probably outnumber the dark trooper lists 
There's no way you get across a tournament like that. And, you know, bikes do do well into the bus because they can range three at it. So the bus doesn't get, you know, a six die or seven die critical one shot back at the bikes um, the way that darts do. Like, those bikes can come in and punch the bus. And if they're at range three, they're not going to just come off the board the way that they would against dark troopers. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, I wanted to touch on the Republic list um, not being 501st. I think it was interesting that were, there was a decent mix in the top eight of um, Battle Force and not Battle Force. Obviously, mercenaries aside, because they have to. Yeah. Uh, the Gar was not. Yeah. that's what i said it, it not being yeah having yeah. padme or mm-hmm. um what looks to be the uh those wall scoring objectives again um oh, intercept i suppose being the only one that skews that vapes can um can go pretty high but you can also play to deny points on vapes as well i think yeah well, i mean are... usually ends up just being a tie is the answer yeah where secret mission feels good well, you're almost never secret missioning Padme. She's a token battery. Um, I'm going to call you out there. That's a, I mean, I, you know, maybe um, Timbo will correct me. Um, but everyone I've talked to, like, Padme's job there is to hand out the token battery. You yeah. occasionally do the secret mission. Um, the one thing I would love to hear from Timbo, though, is when you're token battering, um, I feel like R2-D2... Uh, keeps up pretty well with Padme, and then you do get the free secret mission and is a little cheaper. Um, now, she does... Aggressive Negotiations is good. Like, that's a, a card that, you know, gives her um, some dynamic capabilities. And then, like, the main thing you're usually using Diplomatic Cover for is the Reliable One to, you know, just keep feeding surges to the rest of your clones. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, I, overwhelmingly, you just don't do that. Because the other thing, that's right, she has native exemplar. Anakin has to get exemplar. That's what I was stalling for time on. I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah, you, you need to be powering up Anakin. And when you have to play your three pip on turn one, when you divulge it, like, that is, you essentially lose a turn of Anakin. Um, but yeah, it's all around, you know, it's all around good clone list and I'll let you continue, but I just, I did want to cut that off because I see a lot of people see Republic list with Padme or R2-D2 and they're like, oh, it's double secret mission. It's secret mission is not what's happening with those units. Yeah, It might be for R2, but yeah. Padme yeah, it, it's is, a bonus with R2 these, these days since the point when R2-D2 stopped being seven points less than the cheapest or ten points less, it was seven or ten points less than the cheapest act clones could bring. Um, you know, that's why they brought him is because he was, he was their cheap act and could occasionally score that secret mission. Um, and then for a little bit, I, the one surprise I have is it is, it's, it's an all clone list. Um, I am surprised at the no barks or, um, I guess I'm not, a, I, I incorrectly believe in, um, ATRTs and I guess I'm incorrect for that. But I'm surprised that the no barks are ATRTs in that list. I'm surprised at no fives, considering it's basically a pure clone gun line plus Padme Animus. Yeah, he's 40 points, though. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's really just... not worth that much anymore. Yeah. I wonder what his printed cost was again. Uh, 36 or 38. Yeah. 
But obviously we can't buff Gar because they made it to the top eight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, like I said, the Blizzard say that Force had, Blizzard I, Force I had four chances to win it all, and they didn't. So, like, you need some help, no, man. They killed yeah. each other, or they got killed by uh, Black Sun. Well, Not I just, just killed, that but, like, murdered. That the Echo and the Strike teams is the Echo from Bad Batch. Because I've, I'm finally watching Echo. Bad Batch. Yeah. Yeah, I just finished watching season two today. That's what oh, I yesterday? do between I um, between taking the puppy out is I'm watching Bad Batch one half episode per day. Yeah, that's oddly specific. One half. Uh, it, it's rounding. Sometimes I get 35 minutes of TV. Sometimes it's 20. But th- that's my life right now. Interesting. <laughs> um, and then the winner ultimately, old boss, the same as the new boss, or new boss, the same as the old boss, whatever. Uh, it's Luke Cook again. So you you called the winner then, Zach, with double dice. Well, That's I, like, um, with double bounty. I I threw a wide array out. You'll have to go and check me because I also said one of my locals would do it, and then oh, you edited it. it out, and then I just put in the show notes and tagged him in big cord. Um, but oh, he did I, I, I was trying to save you more embarrassment, to be honest. Yeah, but, no, you know. I, I mean, I had my short list of stuff that I expected, and um, I, I mean, I called it a while ago. I said Double Bounty is a good counter, to has a good play into Blizzard Force and Dark Troopers without giving up against the rest of the meta. Um, you know, looking at Luke's list, the only thing I was a hair surprised by was um, oh, actually, he trimmed his boba down a lot from the last time I saw it. And then mm-hmm. I, I sort of expected, I really thought, you know, if you're taking double bounty, you're going to take one or two of the HH12 specialist squads, and he didn't do that at all. Uh, I believe he chose to uh, just quote, just roll crits, baby. Is there a baby in there or not? I can't remember. I don't know. That seems uh, to be his permanent strat, just roll crits. Oh. Uh, I, I saw someone uh, put that in uh, in the post interview with him and uh, Endless, and Endless just looking very very pleased with everything. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, he cut, actually he got some recon intel's from the Buffalo version or the Canada version he took. I said, but he's from Buffalo. Um, he had more recon intel's originally, uh, which I just shamelessly stole. But yeah, he went down to a four point bid, which um, I don't remember what version of Triple Darks I was deathly afraid of that I determined could only get to 797 before it cut anything. Um, and I wonder if that was the same thing. I don't know. Um, it's interesting that he doesn't have any flamethrowers on Boba and that he brought a bunch of snipers, which people have been poo pooing on snipers. Yeah, I mean, I'm especially guilty of it. Um, I think I don't it's know, Luke I don't know that I would always field three, but I definitely think that there's um, scope. But I still think they're good. High velocity does its job. Um, yeah. I, I like them. Right. They're, Range spears. They're, they're a lot more vulnerable than they were, is the thing. I mean, everything is and also isn't. You know, they, they get a lot more cover, but they, you know what I mean? I, well, you were, you were usually just corner peeking to get them cover anyway. Like, getting them cover was pretty trivial. Um, what made him so damn annoying is that you would kill one and then the leader would snap around the corner um, where now you kill one 
and the the sniper is the leader so uh unless you flanked him weird like it just sits there and takes more shots yeah, what I mean, but if you're, you're in range, it, it's less effort to get cover now. Is what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. you don't have to put that work in. So. Yeah, but yeah, um, no, no flame around the two pip. It was not a big surprise. Um, well, a mean, machine just... made for killing is good, but yeah, no, no flame around the equipment. Um, like the, yeah, I mean the equipment one specifically. But I, mean, I guess you look at his build. It, uh, sorry, you're not cutting C's. Um. Why not? Or presumably not. Um, you you will basically Boba's so important in that list. You always want an order on him. I mean, it's so important in your list, Zach. But you know, I mean, me giving you Boba for free didn't help you either. Yeah. <laughs> it did. I I I lost by one less point. There there was there was the turn where um, because you won the roll off like three turns in a row when I was trying to get Boba to safety. Um. There, there was the one turn where, um, I, I obviously I, I played a one pip and I lost the roll off, or I played, yeah, the turn I played whipcord, um, uh, and lost the roll off. I could have played like standing orders and used independent dodge to have a slightly better chance of surviving. Um, that went through my head immediately after that turn, but like, I normally you just win the damn roll. I mean, I got five crits into him anyway with PS1, so yeah, he was pretty dead. Yeah, because that's how my boss grows, man. Five crits all yeah. live long day. Yeah, I, I I saw, I lived it. Um, pretty similar to your mortars. <laughs> hey, they earned those. I, they earned I remember those trying to paper. shoot him like a couple of times, and he just passing all the saves, and I'm like, you know what, we're done here. Well, that was the lone stormtrooper that refused to die. He didn't matter, but he didn't die. I I I spent Gar's rockets into stuff. Zach makes all three saves. I spent another full unit of rockets into stuff. Zach <laughs> just made all his saves. I'm like, yep, that's red saves for you. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Both our both our red dice were good that game. Yeah, because that's how Gar wound up with twenty something suppression or whatever it was at the end. Uh, I think I was rolling eleven dice, needing to clear. Uh, nine of them to win Oof. the game. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, I mean, I had panicked you the turn before as well. I had panicked you at like five and you pulled two off. At least you don't panic off the board anymore. Yeah. I would have rather panicked away because then I would have been out, you of, have gotten out of range. Of yeah. Yeah. So I think the well, only thing. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Do you have more? No, just reiterating again that. Isn't a real complaint. That's tongue in cheek. I should have put Bosk there and moved Gar Saxon back a turn earlier. So I think we probably should wrap this up because it's getting late. Um, there were a bunch of previews. We'll we mentioned we'll try and go over those another episode. Uh, we only had so much time, and I need to trash talk Chris as much as possible. But then he got sick. And I've been taking care There's of a puppy. There's no way so I... anyone knows I'm sick, Zach. I'm in the prime of life. It's fine. Right. Don't worry about it. Uh huh. He sounded so sad coming onto this cast. It broke my heart. I, t I was uh, saving all of the energy for these moments right now, so the listeners don't know. <laughs> I'm uh I'm pretty excited about Ahsoka. Uh, hopefully Ewoks can save the rebellion, and um, 
you know, I'm glad that Inquisitors are coming because uh, Lord knows the Empire needs help. Actually, I guess the Bad Batch is showing up just in time because that's supposed to be a Rebel and Gar unit, uh, and they both could use help. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of interesting stuff coming. Um, I don't know whether this was spoken about or something, but I did overhear um, um, someone, one of the AMG staff, saying that there was more Shadow Collective on the way as well, which I don't remember seeing anything for. So I don't, I don't know if that was just mistaken or, or, or what, how, how that worked. But yeah, I, I don't have know not had the chance to watch the video yet. Yeah. That would be cool. I would love more options for my Shadow Collective. Your Battle Force is definitely not a faction. <laughs> yep. That's it. You know, it's fine. I am definitely looking forward to um, when we get a second, like, mercenary heavy Battle Force so that people stop calling Shadow Collective scum. Because yeah. AMP has repeatedly said they're not making the um, the scum mistake again. <laughs> or they don't want to make the scum mistake again. There's no again for them. FFG made that mistake. True. Well, you know, it was AMG's fault, I'm sure, somehow. Always. <laughs> um, so I did pick up some cool art pieces as well from Adepticon. Uh, I got um, four prints uh, that I'm pretty happy. I'm going to try and get them framed and find somewhere in the basement to, to hang them. I always, uh, I always enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah. I don't know any any final points people want to go into. We've got maybe five ish minutes left. No, I think uh, that's all I got. Puppies are a lot of work, folks. Yeah, and uh, definitely definitely not keeping it as, as Zach said. You know, there's no no chance at all. It's there's just a being family for four days. Uh, there's a family coming to meet it on uh, Saturday. Yeah, cats are better. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I will close the show then by confessing my love for Zach and all of his Legion prowess, you know. He is the uh, the de facto champion of Deploy Garrison because Alan conceded by default, you know. No show, zero, uh, zero, all losses. He even had look, an look, invite. Man. Look, man, yeah. even being a single parent invite. is hard. Look, I, I will take my second place. It's okay. It's fine. Second place, I, I had the buy. So, you know, you, you know how that tournament structure rolls. Oh, um, yeah. No, yeah. Zach got a buy and a win. I got a loss and a buy, and you got two losses. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. All right. All right. We're going to have to do some throwdown on TTS or something. Um, I will not let this slander stand. Count. <laughs> yeah. I was really impressed with the show, though. Like, lots of friendly people coming up, saying hi, um, getting through all forty or fifty um, silhouettes was impressive. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, chatting to people, having lots of Legion talk, lots of X-wing talk was great. Um, I would have loved to have made more time to hang out with more people, but like sixteen-hour days was pretty, uh, pretty hard work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, obviously, I'll do my best to um, restore honor next time, Zach. I'll be coming for you. All right. And on that note, folks, we're going to wrap up the show. So make sure you tune in next time. I said 10 episodes deep now. That's been a, a decent run for us. Uh, I'm really happy with how it's going. Hopefully, you guys are too. And hopefully, the listeners are. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. 
and we'll see you next time.